I'm Dan Carell, CEO of the Digital Commerce Alliance, and this is Commerce Code, a weekly digital commerce podcast for leaders in card linking, loyalty and digital marketing, mobile wallets and payments, and financial data. Thanks for joining this running conversation with leaders in the industry. And if this podcast is helpful to you, come join us at the Digital Commerce Alliance. You can learn more at www.digcomall.org. This week, it's the year in review. Four stories that didn't always lead the news, but we think were important in digital commerce. We want to hear what you think the big stories were so we can make sure to cover them on Commerce Code. If you have ideas for important issues we should cover, drop Dan Carell a line at dan at digcomall.org. Commerce Code is brought to you in part by Vantage Score. Nine of the top 10 banks and over 3,000 leading banks and fintechs use Vantage Score to predict and manage repayment risk. Learn more about the latest advances in credit scoring and how to grow your lending business by leveraging financial inclusion at vantagescore.com. 2022 was more than just an eventful year for digital commerce. It was a year of earthquakes. The Nasdaq Composite Stock Index started the year at 15,800 and, with two trading days left, sits at 10,200. That's a 35% loss. In cryptocurrencies, meltdown was followed by scandal, with the inevitable celebrity trial presumably to follow in 2023. For startups and fintechs, a river of easy money shriveled into a desert stream of hard-won investor cash. For retailers, the year was rocked by supply chain aftershocks and undermined by inflation unseen since the early Reagan administration. But against the backdrop of these big headlines, the year played out, and we've selected a few of the stories that weren't above the fold in the Wall Street Journal, but we think mattered in 2022 and will continue to have effects in 2023. Story number one, consumer data remains a commodity criminals seek. Nation states have been harvesting consumer data for years, and they continue to through various channels. The U.S. looks set to ban the use of TikTok on its government devices for this reason, and TikTok is spending billions to avoid being banned altogether in the U.S. based on concerns about consumer data security. But stealing money and data from consumers is a long-standing occupation for the common digital criminal, and it was as rampant as ever in 2022. The mess this causes and the risks that increase as a result will have continuing effects into the indefinite future. American Banker reported that the financial sector experienced the second highest number of annual data breaches in 2022. The number of consumer records breached exceeded 254 million worldwide. In the U.S., 9.4 million consumers were impacted, according to cybersecurity firm Flashpoint. Around 79 U.S. financial service companies experienced financial data breaches. Story number two, Amazon accepts Venmo. There's a battle going on in Washington, D.C. over interchange fees, otherwise known as swipe fees. These fees are a rock in the shoe for retailers as they add a meaningful cost to retailers in an already low-margin business. On the other hand, swipe fees are key to digital commerce, particularly in loyalty and rewards. 
Congress might make moves that end up limiting how big the swipe fees are by forcing more competition in the payments network space. That has been expected to happen for some time now, but it's not a big story for 2022, since once again, this year, Congress didn't quite manage to do anything. Maybe next year. Instead, the story for 2022 is that the legal fight over swipe fees might simply become moot if other innovations in the marketplace result in more ways to pay that don't run on credit card rails. This fall, Amazon announced, to relatively little fanfare, that it would accept Venmo as a standard form of payment. If you don't have a Venmo account, well, you're almost certainly old enough to ask your kids or maybe grandkids how it works because they definitely have an account. Venmo is owned by PayPal and it was created to easily facilitate peer-to-peer payments. Its original use case was for millennials eating in groups in restaurants. Venmo made it very easy to split the bill. Venmo's acceptance at Amazon wasn't a huge story in 2022, but we mention it here because it may end up being important in the long run. Venmo doesn't involve swipe fees. Venmo's 70 million users generally fund their payments directly from their bank accounts. Since using a credit card passes the swipe fee directly to the payer, even if paying with Venmo doesn't catch on as a primary payment channel at retailers like Amazon, it's a foot in the door for payment methods that circumvent credit cards entirely. As more options like this arise, the market may find its own way of putting competitive pressure on the credit card swipe fee. By the time Congress decides to do something, the issue might have gone away. Story number three, FIG is acquired by J.P. Morgan Chase. FIG is a card-linked offer and loyalty company formerly owned by Minnesota-based Augio, a St. Paul-based loyalty and engagement marketing company. Mid-year, J.P. Morgan Chase bought Audio for an undisclosed sum, and while this move didn't make big waves immediately, we think it's significant over the long run. FIG was a card-linked platform supporting both card-specific bank programs and the opportunity for consumers to enroll with any card they choose. The platform also allowed advertisers access and learn from transaction data. J.P. Morgan Chase has been mum on the purpose of the acquisition, but industry experts see a move in the direction of integrated programs coming from the big players in banking. J.P. Morgan Chase is, of course, among the world's biggest players as the largest bank in the U.S., and while FIG continues to offer its services broadly, as it did when owned by Augio, it's reasonable to believe that Chase has plans to do innovative things with FIG, and possibly to build more functionality that's available only inside Chase's own ecosystem. Whether this happens, and exactly what it means, remains to be seen, and it will be a big factor, mainly if it portends similar moves from other players. 2023 may hold more clues. Story number four. Fintechs get pounded, but Cardlytics hangs in there. As we said at the top of this segment, the NASDAQ had a brutal year and investor money dried up seemingly overnight. In the midst of the carnage, one of the leading companies in card-linked offers kept its head above water and is heading into 2023 with new leadership and some new lessons learned on top of its many years as a leader in the space. Cardlytics is the only standalone card-linked offer company of its kind and the only one in the space that's publicly traded. 
This provides unusual visibility into its successes and challenges. In February 2021, at its pandemic peak, Cardlytic stock traded at $157. One year ago today, it traded at $66. Now it's just under $5. It has been a very hard year. Cardlytic's founders left the company and a round of layoffs reduced the firm's operating costs. Investors saw the great promise of the company's access to data, banking relationships, and sheer volume of transactions. Cardlytic says it has visibility into half the card swipes in America. But investors were even more concerned about the firm's ability to produce a profit, something that Cardlytics has done at times, yet consistent profitability has remained elusive. The fact that Cardlytics hung in there and is heading into 2023 with a battered stock price, but most of its staff and operations intact, is potentially a big story of 2022. The model for rewards, promotions, financial data analysis, all of it is up in the air as we enter the new year. And Cardlytics is very much alive and kicking as one key example of how these programs can be run. Whether the firm executes a comeback in 2023, is acquired like FIG was, or takes some other path, we'll be watching as it will be an important part of the story of digital commerce in the years to come. Commerce Code is a weekly podcast bringing you conversations with executives who are leading the way in digital commerce. If you like Commerce Code, your company should join the Digital Commerce Alliance and become part of our mission of advancing trade for good through standard setting, industry networking, conferences, and best practice sharing. Check out our website at www.digcomall.org and reach out to Ala Mohammed, our head of member services at alaa at digcomall.org. On behalf of DCA, have a great week.